Hi, this is Wayne Brown from Life Back on Track. Welcome to the latest episode. In this episode, I want to talk to you about what do you talk about on a first date? We've all been there where we go out with someone that we don't know. We want to get to know them better. And so we start talking about anything we can think of. Sadly, though, we're taught don't discuss certain things because they're taboo. You might upset the other person. We're taught to always play it safe. So generally, when a lot of people get on a date, they tend to talk about things that are not just generally a little bit boring. They don't tend to reveal a lot about the person that you're talking to. So a lot of people, when they first meet someone, they will do the generic, what do you do? Where do you live? And then sometimes the conversation will actually start going into territory where you'll start talking about things that are a little more meaningful. Generally, though, they don't. So most conversations tend to be what I call vanilla. They tend to be a little bit plain. Now, not that there's anything wrong with vanilla. I've had some great vanilla ice cream. has to be made properly, though. And I've had the occasional vanilla conversation that was actually okay because the way it was delivered and everything was a little more entertaining and engaging. However, for the most part, vanilla conversation's a little bit dull. So for myself, I prefer to get into things and explore things. Now, an example as to how this can work is there was an experiment done a number of years ago by a chap by the name of Dr. Arthur Aron. And he was wondering about how quickly you could build up connection with people. And you can look this up online. He designed a series of questions to be asked by the people. And there was 36 of them. So if you search for 36 questions, it will come up with these 36 questions. And what he did is he got two lab assistants to sit in a room and they took turns asking each other these questions. And at the end of it, he asked, how much of a connection do you feel? And they said, we actually feel a pretty strong connection. Now, interestingly, those two lab assistants ended up getting married. Now, he conducted this experiment a number of times and each time it had a very similar result. Now, it's not surprising when you actually look at the questions, because these questions start off as almost vanilla. And the reason he did that is because you needed to get conversation moving. You needed to be talking. And when you're far first introduced to someone and you start talking to them, you can't get into questions that involve a lot of trust. Uh, they involve the person being very vulnerable and open about their answers. So sometimes it can be a little bit tricky. He bypassed this, though, by starting off with things which were a little bit revealing, but not much. And then each question slowly got deeper and deeper. Now, because each question slowly gets deeper, you get used to talking to the person, which builds up trust. It builds up uh, an ability to be open and vulnerable and honest. And so by the time you get to the 36th question, this person, you feel you can tell them anything and they won't judge you, they won't attack you, they won't minimise you, they won't think less of you. 
and therefore you can build up this connection. And it's the same thing with a first date. You don't need to keep it all vanilla. You don't need to get straight into the deep and nitty gritty. I've always had a belief that a conversation can start off relatively safe and reasonably quickly you can go down to the deeper stuff and then when you need a break from that you come up to the lighter stuff and then you go back down into the deeper stuff. So you end up with this ebb and flow with your conversation. So when you're talking to people, bear this in mind. You want to find out about the person. You want to understand what's made them who they are. What are the challenges they've been through? What are their experiences? What are the forces that have shaped them into who they are? Because this is going to give you an insight as to what they're like as a person, as a partner, as a parent, as a friend, as a work colleague. And these things are important to know. Now, a little side story, and I'll leave a little bit of a portion out of it because it's a could be a little too much for some people. I was having a discussion with a male client and he was saying oh, it takes a number of dates to get to know someone and I said no it doesn't you can get to know someone really quick and we debated this backwards and forwards and I said to him okay I'm going to prove it to you. I said to him I'm going to go to a social outing I'm going to go up to a woman that I've never met before and I'm going to ask a question that could potentially get me attacked, thrown out, <laughs> hit, and I'm going to get away with it. And I did. I went out to a social event. I went out and spoke to a young lady. And the first one I spoke to, uh, because I did this a multiple times to prove that it wasn't just a one-off, I went and spoke to this young lady, basically introduced myself, asked her name, and then launched into the question. Now, I pre-framed it a little bit first, so she wouldn't be too thrown off by it. And at first, she was a little bit surprised. However, because I put effort into ensuring it was delivered correctly and received correctly, she took it the way it was intended, and we had this wonderful conversation which revealed to me a lot about her points of view and things like that, the way she viewed society and where she fitted in it. And I did this with the other ladies as well, and same thing, had this great response and this great conversation. And it's funny because a couple of months later, I was at a, another social event, and I mentioned this story, and an older woman said to me, I'd be really offended if you came up and asked me that question. I went, oh, really? That's, that's interesting. Why is that? And she started to explain why she'd be offended. And she got a few minutes into this explanation and suddenly realized she was revealing all of this stuff about herself that she probably had no intention of doing and suddenly went, oh, is that the time I have to go? And she left. Now, the key behind her response or being able to get a response like that from her and going up to these ladies and asking this question was the fact that, A, when I asked the question, I genuinely wanted to know an answer. I wasn't being creepy, even though it was a question that could definitely be delivered in a creepy way. Because I delivered it with a genuine sense of curiosity and wanting a genuine answer, 
I got a genuine answer. So when you come to your date, and hopefully it's a date with someone who you have an opportunity of having a relationship with, you haven't just sort of picked someone and you're just hoping it works out. If you're out on a date with this person, start off with some simple questions. Modify them slightly though and you'll get a far better response. Instead of asking, what do you do, which is very generic, very safe, very boring, ask, what, what gave you the drive to pick what you currently do as a job? That will reveal to you where their influences are, uh, what their drivers are, the things that are important to them, and that will reveal a lot more about the person than what they do. It's why they do. How do they do? So that will allow you to find out more about that person. And because you ask this question that's not like the one everyone else asks, you automatically stand out from everyone else. So it's very important, these things. So if you're on a first date or second date or third date, ask questions that will find out who they are. So don't ask what. Actually, sometimes what can be the question. But how, why, especially why, they will always get you a better question. So why did you choose that? What was your driver? Why do you think you did what you did? Those will allow you to find out more about the person and will lead to a far better outcome because they'll enjoy your company a lot more because you're different to everyone else. So that's it for this episode. I just want you to know that when you're talking on a date, don't talk about the boring stuff. Don't talk about the safe stuff. Take a little bit of a risk. I always say to my clients that you should have three questions in, in reserve to ask. You have one that's a relatively safe question. You have one that's a little bit on your, oh, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with it, but I can ask it. And then you have your, no way can I ask that question one. Because if you're talking to someone that's going really well, you go, wow, I can really find out about them because they're open to discussing uncomfortable subjects, chuck in your hell no question, because then you'll really find out something about them. Uh, if you want to find out the question that I asked these ladies, click the link in the show notes uh, and leave me a short voicemail message saying, I'd love to know what you asked those young ladies. And I'll send you a response. Of course, you're going to have to leave your name and your email address so I can send it back to you. But other than that, that's all you have to do. And then you too will know the answer to that one. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, feel free to share it around to anyone you feel will benefit from this. Uh, make sure you subscribe because I want to make sure you get this information and learn a little bit more so your life gets a little bit easier. Okay, until the next episode, look after yourselves. Thanks for listening. Much appreciated. And remember, here's to a good life. <laughs>